0: We all want to be happy. We're always looking for ways to make ourselves happy, trying to figure out exactly what is the key? What's the answer? What is that one thing that if you could just do this or a little bit more of this, like you would be happy? Well, even though we all want it, there are things that we do consistently that are literally doing the opposite of making us happy. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hang-ups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, happy Tuesday. Hope everybody's doing great today. Hope you had a nice weekend. I did. I had a wonderful little brunch with my mommy today. I talked about it at work. I said I had brunch with my mommy and everyone's like, you are crazy. (laughs) But uh, no, we always have a mommy. Doesn't matter how old you are. It's always your mommy, right? So today I want to talk a little bit about happiness and how when we get to a certain point in our lives, we think that there's just an answer, right? There's just a little bit, we're almost there. We're just almost there. You know, if we just had this thing, you know, that would be it. That would be complete. Then I, you know, everything else is fine if I just had this thing. And we know better than that, I think. At various times in my life, it's been my weight. It's been um, a different, you know, relationship. It's been more uh, money. It's It's just like all kinds of different things, like living in a different house or whatever it is that we convince ourselves, we just we think that there is a an external answer in other words. so we're always looking outside. we're looking at a situation that needs to happen, um, an external factor, right something that needs to occur so that we can then get to this happiness utopia. Well we often sabotage ourselves uh, and we know better because happiness really is just, coming from the inside of you. It's coming from things that you think. It's coming from your habits um, and kind of the day-to-day life that you live. And so we have, in midlife, we have some tendencies. We have four tendencies that I see commonly that I think really keep um, keep us from being happy. And it's because it's this thing that we are pursuing And we're looking externally when really we're doing little things ourselves in our day-to-day actions that are actually kind of stopping us and robbing us of, you know, the opportunity to actually get there. Okay. So let's talk about all four of them. So the first thing is dipping into a victim mentality. So some people are just a chronic victim, right? So it's like, things just aren't going to go right. And it's because of this, this happened. And Because this happened, this other thing happened, and now I'm just stuck, right? Maybe it's just a way of life. Maybe it's a habit that you've created that things just don't work out for you. Or maybe it's that once in a while thing where you're like, oh, of course that worked out for her. Of course they're doing that. You know, things just don't seem to go wrong for those people, right? Regardless, this kind of thinking, whether it's just like once in a while or kind of a chronic thing it has a real piercing effect on your mood there can be times for sure that you feel like you're getting more uh, more than your fair share of bad luck or tough breaks um, and that can understandably take a toll on anybody and at times it takes so much of a toll that you just feel like you are not able to get past it. There is a licensed therapist that has um, something she says that I think is pretty key, which is it's important to be mindful of the difference between unwilling and unable. So this is hard to talk to people about, especially when there are things that are going on in their lives that really are putting them at some disadvantage. Um, It's really hard to get them to a point to see, and maybe this has happened to you, it's happened to me, that there is a difference between unable to, to do something or unable to get past it or unable to change something about your life or your day versus unwilling. And that's a really hard pill for people to swallow because no one thinks that they are unwilling to do it, they just think they're unable. And that's not the truth, because we live into the stories that we tell ourselves. And if our story is based on something false, then this can lead to this habit of having victim thinking. But you have the power to change the story. That's the thing. We wrote the story, so (laughs) we can easily change the story. So every time that you feel like blaming someone else for your struggles or your feelings or your shortcomings or the challenges or the reason that you are unhappy, just pause for a second. Just, you know, before you let yourself just spiral out of control there, take a few minutes and look at the things that you can change with your actions that would help sort of diffuse that feeling that you're having or at least keep it from snowballing into something else. So in therapy, this is called reframing. And even in coaching, we call it reframing. So it's what you tell yourself really true. So is what you tell yourself really true? If you see a situation and you've convinced yourself that this is how it's going to be for you, this is why this is like this for you, of course, this is like this for you, can you reframe it? Could there be another reason why this happened? And a lot of times when something happens to us and it's negative or it doesn't quite go as we thought it should go, we want to always again, look externally and say, we tried everything and because everyone else is not doing their part or because the world is unfair, this didn't work out. But when you reframe something you are actually challenging yourself to say, is there another reason actually that this could not be working out? Is there another story that could be happening here? And a lot of times that story is, you gave up, maybe, right? Or you didn't want to try the next thing that might work. You tried a thing. And when that thing didn't work, then you had no more options, and you threw your hands up, and you said, "This is where I'm stuck. I guess I'm going to be stuck here forever." That is more so you be being unwilling than it is being unable, because unable is a big word. Unable means you physically, literally can't make that change. But most of the time, we can. So. Reframing is a wonderful technique to help you see a new perspective. Ask yourself, could there be another uh, story here? Could there be another thing that could have caused this result? Is there an action I could have taken that would have ended this situation in a better way? In other words, is there something I could have done instead of waiting? Is there something I could have done to have a different outcome? So first thing, dipping into a victim mentality, don't do it. That's what keeps you unhappy, it's what keeps you stuck. The second thing that we're all pretty much guilty of is comparing our life to the lives of others. And this is really tiring and can keep you awfully busy also. So everyone has their own set of circumstances, their challenges and the things that go on behind the scenes in their lives. and. Being envious for all of us is bound to happen. It hap- starts when we're little kids. You know, we, we just look at what other kids have, the other toys, and we're like, I want that toy. Like, just, it just is something that happens to all of us starting at a really young age. So we've been there. I know there are people that say, oh, no, I, I, I'm not envious. I'm such a wonderful person. It's not true. So at all points of our lives at one time or another, we have had that. And there's just always seems to be someone that just has it just a little bit better, you know? No matter how good you have it, you're like, ugh. You know, they have it just a little bit better and it just grinds you just a little bit, you know? Well, that's keeping you unhappy. It's keeping you in a place where you're looking outside of your own life to define your life. So if you're looking at someone's life that's happy, What's happening to yours? What are you doing to fix yours? You're not even in yours. You know what I mean? You're in theirs. So the fix here is to stay super focused on your value as a person, on what you have been able to do and the things that you have achieved with the challenges that you have faced. You know, give yourself a little bit of credit. Because the moment that you focus on others, you lose your power. Theodore Roosevelt said, comparison is the thief of joy. That is so true. And as cliche as this has become, when you have gratitude for what has already been graciously given to you, what has already been wonderful in your life, all of the wonderful things, When you have gratitude for that, you are back into your life. You are back into your moment. You're not looking at somebody else's house or yard or car or vacation or anything. You're back on you. So take time to remind yourself of what you already have, the accomplishments that you have made. And I'm sure that you have overcome so many things. At this stage in midlife, we have overcome a lot of stuff. And accept the good and the strength that you have had and the resilience that you have had. See that good. Because everybody's life is their own wonderful, beautiful story. And when you're wasting your time comparing it to other people, you're not in yours. So how are you ever going to get happy? Because you're fixated on someone else's life. And they're doing something different for their happy it could be totally different. And so now you're distracted. So that's the second thing. Stop comparing yourself to others. Really stay focused in on you and wonderful you and the wonderful things that you have done. The third thing that we do that keeps us from being super duper happy is we stay stuck in some kind of negative past. When we're focused on the past or times when things haven't worked out, this is a life sucker and it paralyzes us to have any kind of ambition to move forward. It can turn into self-doubt, which causes us to lose our curiosity about new things, our creativity, and then we are afraid to try because we're stuck there. And maybe there's reasons why you aren't able to let those feelings go or drop it, you know? Maybe you have things that you need to work through. But unless you take care of those, unless you work through what it is that you are maybe trying to avoid talking about, you're gonna be blocking the rays of sunshine. That are supposed to be coming to you into your life. So, be aware of your self-talk. So, when you're trying to get out of a negative past, again, this is a story you're telling yourself. These things are done and over with. These, this pain, this conflict, um, you know, this event this situation that, you know, maybe there's just something that you regret or um, just something that is just stuck there, you know, and and you don't love it, but it's over, but you can't let it go, right? Just be aware of what you're saying to yourself and stay positive and stay in the now. Keep your self-talk in the present. So don't let that negative stuff from your past cause you to speak in terms of like, I never da da da, or things never da da da, or this is never going to happen. This is what happened before and here it's going to happen again. You're stuck. You are the one creating this cycle because you're attaching everything from the current day to this past negativity that you just can't seem to let go of. And we all have reasons that we stay stuck in stuff. Like Dr. Phil always says, what's that doing for you? It's doing something for you. It's either doing some sort of a punishment that you think you're, that you deserve somehow. It's doing something for you. Or it's just keeping you from having to try new things. It's keeping you from going out. It's keeping you from getting to the next level. Whatever it is, it's doing something for you. And even though you know you think that well this is a negative you're doing it for a reason there's there's something that it's doing for you so the fix is just when you are trying to do something and you have these negative thoughts have reasonable timelines keep things that you're trying to do attainable right don't try to do some giant thing because when you look at something giant that you're trying to achieve but three quarters of you is stuck in some negative past, you won't even start. You need to keep things in a very reasonable perspective. Little steps. And another thing that will help kind of get you out of that ugly old thinking is just to reignite your creativity with creative things. Guys, this is the key. People underestimate curiosity and creativity and how life-giving it is. It is a life changer. It can calm you. It's a distraction. It can open up your mind into new areas of thought. It's life-giving. Creativity is everything. I'm like so passionate about this. Like we don't give ourselves enough. So Start journaling or painting or listening to different kinds of music. Anything that takes you off of that groove that you're on and moves you into something fresh that can really help reset that mood and get you off of that old mindset of the negative past. And the last thing is unreasonable expectations. There's a neuroscientist named Rob Rutledge and he says happiness depends not on how well things are going, but whether things are going better or worse than we expected. That's pretty big. So it's not popular to lower your expectations, but friends, it works. It works. It doesn't mean lowering your standards. It's about managing what's called the aspiration gap. So the distance between what we would like to see happen and what actually happens. So if you set a giant goal and what actually happens is a tiny little flake of that, well, the aspiration gap is gigantic because the distance between what you had tried to reach and what you did reach is huge. So if you lower that, goal not your expectations but just lower the goal lower the plan lower the idea right make the make it manageable if you can do that and make it little little steps right make it several little steps that you can easily achieve then what you have aspired to do you can reach Or maybe it takes a little bit longer, but you still are able to reach it. Then you have closed that gap. If you continue to set like unreasonable goals and expectations, you're going to be continuously disappointed. Think smaller. Think what one thing can you achieve this month? Not what giant thing am I going to do tomorrow or this week? Just take your time. You don't have to have a gigantic aspiration. Imagine if each time that you failed at something or it didn't go the way you wanted, imagine if it was just because you set an unreasonable expectation for yourself, that you didn't really fail, but you set such an unreasonable goal for the state that you were in at that time, that it wasn't possible for you to reach it. You weren't equipped at that time to reach it. So that's pretty, I mean, it's pretty interesting when you think about it because there are probably numerous things that you can think about in your life that maybe you weren't able to do and you gave up when really it was just too big of a goal, maybe just for that time, maybe too big of a goal in general. But if you would just make it smaller or break it into steps where the result is closer to the thing you aspired to and you can actually achieve it, maybe you would have been able to get there. So the fix for this is take a current expectation that you have, something that you're wanting to achieve for yourself and can can you change it to be a little bit more modest? Maybe something that's a little bit easier to achieve so it's not so daunting. Maybe again, break it into smaller goals. So you can have these little wins along the way. And then while you're doing those little steps, focus on the journey. Because when you only focus on the result, you are missing key parts that keep you in the moment of life and appreciative of each other's step. When you only focus on the end goal, you're not in the moment. It's just like when you say, oh, I got to get to the park, right? And you're just like, I got to hurry up because I'm supposed to be there for this lunch at two and you're just zooming, right? right? It's a beautiful day. You're not looking at the journey at all. You're not looking at the scenery. You're not being a good driver. (laughs) You're missing the whole part of the journey. So stay in focus of the journey and not just the result so we all want to pursue happiness and who on earth could blame us right the challenge in pursuing your happiness is to stay grateful and content each step of the way and kind of let go or work through things that are holding you into a certain negative story from your past Make peace with your now moment. Live in this very moment and be happy with what you have. Joy enters when we stop complaining about the troubles we have and offer thanks for all the troubles we don't have. Wasn't that beautiful? A quote by Angie Karen I encourage you to fight the good fight and definitely fight for your happiness. Let's recap four negative habits, okay? Things that I want you to work on. No more dipping into a victim mentality. So that just means be careful about the stories that you're telling yourselves because if they're based on something that's not true, you could be leading yourself into a constant cycle of victim thinking. And remember, you have the power to control the story. You change the story that you tell yourself. You wrote it you can definitely rewrite it. Don't compare yourself to others. Stay super focused on your value of you as a person, your achievements, the wonderful, amazing things that you've done and all that you've overcome. And the moment that you focus on other people, you lose all of your power to get happy. So remember that. Don't stay stuck in the negative past. So keep your self-talk in the present. No more things never, this never, I'm gonna never, none of that, stay positive. Your mantra is this time I'm going to, and then fill in the blank. When something doesn't work out, something didn't go as planned, instead of saying I never, or this never, or I knew it wasn't gonna work, flip it this time. I think I'm gonna try it like this and just keep trying. It's your life that you have to gain. So don't give up. And the last thing, unreasonable expectations. So keep your aspiration gap narrow. So if you just lower the standard for yourself, lower the goal, make it smaller, make it more attainable, then you will reach the goals, you will reach your destination easier, and you're more likely to get there And also, for goodness sake, don't forget to enjoy the journey on the way there. That is all I have for you today, friends. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and I will see you next time.